Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Wild Baby. Season two, self-care is in full swing and we could not be more excited to bring you another episode packed with information on how hair can heal us. We all know the feeling when we walk into a room and it seems like everyone is staring at us. First off, gross. Uh, <laughs> the body uh, the body emotion that I'm feeling right now is insane. We can feel the judgment and the disappointment in their eyes, and it feels like there's no room to escape. For far too long, society has told us and how we should show up in order to feel accepted in society. We have to have the perfect hair, makeup, and clothes, how we talk, how we walk. But what happens when we can't meet those expectations? We feel like failures or social interactions are filled with anxiety. It's bullshit doesn't have to be this way. There's another way to show up in this world, and that's by embracing our authentic selves. So yes, some of us don't have the Eurocentric ideals of the long, straight, blonde hair, or our bodies aren't the perfectly silhouetted hourglass shape that 2020 has now established for us, but that does not make us any less worthy of love and respect. So how do we move forward? How do we how do we show up as authentic, authentically or true to ourselves as we possibly can? And in my opinion, that's by healing ourselves. That's by telling society to fuck off. That's by healing old wounds of these expectations that not only society, but ourselves, we put on ourselves. So in this week's episode, I am super grateful and excited to bring to you one of Colorado's best hair colorist, Elijah Cordova, <laughs> to talk about their thoughts and process and how they can dismantle societal expectations through hair. So thank you so much for being here, Elijah. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah. Thank In you for welcoming. Yeah. Thank you for welcoming <laughs> me into your home. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. I also want to state that this home is curated. Okay. <laughs> if Elijah didn't have a career in hair, it would be an interior design. Oh, stop. You're That's so a, sweet. <laughs> I just know that. <laughs> so, Elijah, can you tell us a little bit about who you are for our audience? Yeah. Um, well, I'm Elijah. Uh, I'm 26 years old. Uh, I'm from Colorado. I'm from Fort Collins. Um, and I guess in terms of like more about me, what do you want to know about me? <laughs> <laughs> I guess just um, inform like our audience about maybe even like your personal mission within hair. Yeah. So as your business role, yeah. what are you identified as? Yes. Like what's okay. your personal title? What do you want to call it? Perfect. Yeah. Um, well, I'm Elijah. I am a colorist. I'm from Fort Collins, Colorado. I also do um, hairstyling and makeup as well. Um, really kind of just a little bit of everything. I'm like licensed as a cosmetologist, so mm. I can do everything. I'm like licensed to do nails, but you would not like me to do your nails. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I guess in theory, so I've been doing my job for coming up on eight years now, um, which is really wild to say out loud. Oh, um, sure. I started in cosmetology school when I was in my senior year of high school. Okay. Um, so just uh, going to high school in the, the day and then going to cosmetology school after. Got licensed pretty much immediately after graduating and I've just been like rolling ever since. I've done a lot of other things as I've like slowly built what I do because it's like really hard to... Um, 
just jump right into a, a business that you like need clients. And also mm-hmm. when you're like 18, 17, no one's going to be like, yeah, you're the one that's going to do my hair today. Like you have to like build a little bit of reputation and things like that first before people will just let you dive on in. So mm-hmm. yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> Super cool. I, what I love about what I feel that you present. And of course, these are all things that I'm with. They're like a single minded eye or, you know what I mean? Like it's through a lens, it's through social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is all coming through the eyes of social media, but anything that I have seen from you feels very just like respectful and um, in that process of identity through hair. Yeah. Um, I mean, I try very much so to make that like why I do what I do mm-hmm. um, throughout my whole career has really just been about like the feeling of self-expression in like showing your outside, like the outside world, how you feel inside. There's like, honestly, nothing quite like it. Like, I feel like it's so often is trivialized and like, sort of like made to be like, Oh, so vain. Like Mm -hmm. it's whatever, like get your hair done. But, um, it really means a lot more than that. And that's something that I've been able to see so luckily over the years through my own journey and through like doing hair for people, um, and like watching that, like transpire for them so it's really cool for sure yeah i would say when i think about hair care personally or just maybe not even just hair care but like doing going to the salon and getting your hair fixed or done um i mean again this is coming from me who hasn't even cut my hair in like months (laughs) um but it often feels very like expectational and it's so hard for me, especially to like look at Pinterest for new ideas Mm -hmm. that I'm like, Ooh, that sounds so fun. But, but it's like the, but yeah. Right. And so my aspect of getting your hair done just feels like almost another expectation. (laughs) Yeah. What would you feel like, what does getting your hair done exactly mean for you? Like, what have you noticed? Well, you know, I feel like it's shifted as I've gotten older, just like over time, you know, like as I first started getting my hair done, um, I started when I was really young, I felt really connected to like getting my hair done. I really enjoyed like going and getting a haircut or like, I think I started my mom, like finally let me get color in my hair. And I was like, maybe like 11 or so years old or 12. Cause I was begging for it. I like, get it. My God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I think I got like four highlights at max, but like whatever, you know, um, <laughs> I, it shifts over time though. Um, to where I like, I'm losing my train of thought. It's okay. What does uh, hair mean for you now? Um, I guess now when I go and get my hair done now, it's like a really very limited time of like sort of relaxation okay. for me. Also, I mean, I trade with my friends and like we do each other's hair. So mm-hmm. like usually getting my hair done now is like I'm putting in foils while I'm in foils and while <laughs> someone else is, you know, it's a whole train. Um, <laughs> it's really amazing for sure. Um, <laughs> but getting my hair done now is definitely, I almost call it like a new era sometimes. Like when I get like something very, um, drastically different done. Like mm-hmm. I just recently cut off like a bunch of my hair. I had like long hair and extensions and all that. I've been growing it out for a while because that was something I also wanted to have tried. Um, and I feel like for me, it's um, me just like allowing myself to step into 
like who do I feel like I am right now? Like, mm. uh, how am I connected to this like new presentation I'm giving to the world? You know, wow. Um, I mean, and it it goes pretty deep, and it can it can be as surface level as you want it to be. You know, like as you're like ready for. And you're right. Like I think there's a lot of expectations when you're getting your hair done. Mm-hmm. Um, to even like so i work in a really small salon where we all are just like booth renting our own individual spaces like it's pretty much like we're all running our own businesses there yeah and a lot of times people comment when they get their hair done with me that they feel grateful that they don't have to like like get dressed up and feel like they're in this like nice outfit yeah this whole thing yeah and it's like you're sitting in like basically like a plastic trash bag with like your hair slicked down to your scalp like no one's feeling their cutest right now um but there's still this like really intense um stereotype or like Uh just sort of uh, a feeling around like a lot of times salons and um hairstylists a certain level of judgment a certain level of presenting Mm. something outside of like really what you like who you are which is sort of the whole point in my opinion like Mm -hmm. that's why you're sitting with me like to get your hair done is like so that we can make you feel like the most like you you know but yeah absolutely damn i feel like i have to process that oh i know (laughs) i like to word vomit for sure (laughs) i love it i already got body chills which is exciting (laughs) what can i say (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you got your hair done when you were 11 yeah for the first time with yeah. like nice color whatnot. absolutely um and i mean even then like it being like nice i mean it was like a chain small because you know what yeah. you're gonna do but i, like, I grew up on great yeah clips, absolutely like. <laughs> same 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 um definitely bougie on a budget for sure <laughs> um but really it all boils down to like feeling very connected with like just like your inside so yeah. i grew up in a really christian conservative oh, wow. um schooling and like church and all of that like okay. so from kindergarten through senior year of high school i was in like a christian private school hmm. which as you can imagine i was really popular um, <laughs> I, was, I was like wow that yeah. must have kind of sucked um you know i try to like look at every scenario as being like I'm grateful for what I learned. Like mm-hmm. I don't almost have to be yep. grateful for every scenario that happens, but I can be grateful for how I dealt with it and how I've like grown from it and like my own resilience and what it brings out in me, mm-hmm. you know? And so, cause it's not always all bad and everything, you know? Right. Totally. Um, but <laughs> that being said, it was definitely very interesting. They had, um, they didn't have like a super, they had a, like a dress code. It wasn't like, uniforms and super super strict on that level but it definitely had um like a lot of guidance on it as to what you could do and they extended that into hair um Mm. where it was like only natural colors um men could not have long hair at all like it couldn't touch like their shoulders at all or anything like that like um they were really intense but also i don't know sometimes cherry picking-esque as to like what was a very extreme hairstyle for them um so but hair is something that i feel like i always felt as like my ability to connect with myself in such a small Mm. area you know like where it was like a way that i could feel like myself um so like i rode that dress code on that hair so close to that line (laughs) 
<laughs> so close. Every once in a while, I would like tip over just enough to get sort of in trouble with it. Um, <laughs> even then, like when I think back on it, I'm like, I had some pretty fun hair back then. Like when I was really, really experimenting, I was every shade of red you can imagine. Cause it was like the closest color to an unnatural color. I felt like I could do mm. while being like, what are you going to say? It's red. Like you're going to tell me that doesn't exist out there. Um, so it's natural. Yeah. It's natural. Someone else. Yeah, absolutely. Just a natural blonde doing my thing. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I definitely, I felt really connected with using hair to express myself in a, in a world where I didn't have like a ton of that available to me, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's when I think I really started to understand how much deeper it went and why now I feel like I'm really good at doing hair for like my corporate clients and things like that, that like Mm. want fun hair if I have to hide it and stuff. I was like born into it. So I'm like, yeah, (laughs) let's do it. (laughs) That's interesting. That's a very interesting market. Even just, what you just said is yeah. like surface level. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I have a lot of clients like nurses, like it's really, yeah. it, um, it's hit or miss, like depending, like just like people in their adult life, you'd think can have the hair that they want, but then they're still employers. Like, no, yeah. like God forbid you have pink highlights in your hair. That means you can't type faster. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> what does that mean to you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That I don't understand certain companies doing that. Like it, I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just like a, but who like who's di- who's the dictator of like who's coming in and being like they're distracting. I mean, yeah, it's definitely I. That's part of it for me too. But that's also probably why I've always sort of been in jobs where no one could really say anything to me. They yeah. were preparing us like when I was in school, why the code was so strict. Mm. They're like, someday when you have a job and I'm like, who like yeah. to whom though? Like, or like it was like a college prep school. So it's like for when you're in college and I'm like, homie, <laughs> have you seen <laughs> like, it's not, that's not a thing for mm. sure. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. I do remember that. Do you want to go in depth about like how your hair journey has been? Um, yeah, sure. Um, like I said, so I started out pretty early with it and Mm -hmm. it felt like a, just something that I could connect internally for, um, into now, um, where I personally, like I have fun with my own hair, um, and I enjoy playing with it and messing with it and trying all the new things and extensions and this and that and shaving it and coloring it mm-hmm. all the fun that you can have with it that mm-hmm. I am so grateful that I have access to. Um, but I almost feel personally less connected to like my own hair anymore because I feel so um, able to express myself in many other way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like in, in some people, like they don't have that, like all they have is their hair and mm-hmm. like, um, it's really common that you see people use their hair as like a security blanket. It's like kind of what sometimes we call it, like where someone has only ever had one cut, one color, one way that their hair is their whole life. Mm-hmm. And like if they went shorter with it, it would end them. Like, or just be like, who are you yeah. with long, without long hair? Who are you without short hair? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I've like in my own journey have felt the need to like, try having long hair. Like I had always wanted it. I was always wanted to try it. Um, and it was so fun when I had it. Um, you looked it, great with, long Oh, hair. thank you. Um, <laughs> like a God, uh, 
what can I say? No, I really appreciate it. Um, Well, and I, and it was so fun. And like, I, again, like my hair grows the slowest, which is really (laughs) fun for someone that likes to change their hair a ton. Um, So like when I was doing extensions, that's something I had never thought was available to me also because like mm. i present as like a man like i identify he him um and having something that's like it's always been really sort of pigeonholed into like this is only for like feminine presenting people for like women for yeah that sort of realm and like also that's been part of my hair journey has been to like step outside of those societal norms too right. to be like i fuck it. If I want <laughs> to have like sewn in hair to my head, then so be like, if I want pink hair, if I want rainbow hair, if I want whatever it is, um, I will do it. Cause I can, and yeah. like, who cares, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's my, my journey has been quite a lot. And like, now, like I said, I feel a little less connected to just my hair because I also get to sort of live it out like on people all the time and like help them with it too. And I sort of live vicariously through, doing my client's hair. Cause otherwise they'd be changing my hair like all the time. If I <laughs> didn't have someone else to pick, all right. I lived through that fantasy with you for you. And now I can keep moving on like, <laughs> with my own hair and not go back and forth all over the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. What can you remember a time or can you tell us a time where you felt like you did your hair in such an eccentric quote yeah. unquote way <laughs> and like the response from your friends or your family or even people at the salon yeah. were like, what the fuck? Yeah. Honestly, you know, I feel like I get that response to most things that I do <laughs> to a degree. Huh. And you know what? I think part of it is like demographically, like where we are, like geographically and demographic of where oh, we are. in Colorado? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I wear this and people are like, where are you going? And I'm like, <laughs> the store. I don't know. Like I, I just, I really identify with like having fun with my appearance because it's just always been something that I've loved and like how I felt connected. So I often will branch out in ways that like when I first even started with my mullet, I had so many people that were like, what are you doing? And now I walk down the street and there's like 15 every, like I turn a corner. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Mm. Um, And I sort of not to be like, I'm ahead of the trend, but like, (laughs) I I just feel like I'm like, when you pay attention to like things that you're enjoying and like, Mm. I am not afraid to try something. um, Even if I don't see it like around me, Mm I just like want to have fun with it. But there's been times like my family is always really funny when I'm going to change my hair, um, specifically my grandma, she's the funniest about it. Um, I'll tell her like, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go get my hair cut. Here's my idea. Or I'm going to color my hair or get extensions or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's always like, Oh my God, no, like, don't like, I love what your hair looks like right now. You look so good. And I'm like, listen, you said that the last time. <laughs> and now I'm in this hair that you said you wouldn't, weren't going to like, and so I don't feel like I could get an opinion now, like, because you've liked it every time. I haven't steered her wrong yet. It might be a little unconventional for you the first little bit of time, yeah. but we get there. Um, yeah. I mean, and that happens. Like, I feel like salon wise, like most people are pretty open, open. Cause like, that's our whole job. Right. Um, but I mean, even then, like there's again, like geographically where we are, um, there's a lot of specialties that's like just, Soft blonding, soft, mm-hmm. like, which I love. Like, that's, like, something 
that I love doing and like the soft, the lived in all those things. But like when you start to step into things that are a little bit more like extreme Mm-hmm. quote unquote or like um avant-garde i don't yeah. know um which can mean almost anything to anyone like yeah. that's so subjective um that's when there is a little bit of pushback or um my favorite comment is when people are like oh like you're so brave i could never do that which i'm like one thank you backhanded compliment <laughs> um but <laughs> two like what bravery that i to me it's not like a certain level of bravery yeah at least to change your hair like that. Cause it's like, I'm not going through like a medical fight. Like I'm not like going into war. Like yeah. there's no thing that's like brave about it. I got a haircut, you know, like right. um, the bravery is accepting yourself for sure. Right. And that's where bravery does come in. Um, and sometimes I just wish people would kind of step into that bravery too, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I was, I was also going to mention that it's just like, we hear it too often with more than just, you know, today I decided to do this haircut, yeah. right? It's like also like, oh, your your chest is out. That's so brave of you. Yeah, right. Or somebody yeah. being like a bigger bodied person and just stepping outside. Oh, yeah. you're so brave. You're so brave. I could never wear that, but right. it looks so good on you. It's like. Yeah. So the bravery <laughs> comment now is shifted to the point where like. I am seeing right through you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, so let's let's take a pause here. Right. Um, so I get what you mean entirely. Of like, I shouldn't be brave for just showing up. Yeah. How I felt like showing, showing up, up today. Like, yeah. I and it shouldn't like I shouldn't have to feel that bravery. Yeah. Now in in 2022 into beyond like. Uh-huh. There is a certain level of bravery. And I think I talk about that sometimes, like, with being, like, queer. Um, visibility is um, resistance. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Those air pressures scare me every time. I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> being queer and, like, showing up just, like, as you are, where you are, that does take bravery on that part for sure and visibility is a certain level of resistance you know like mm-hmm. of just showing up and not conforming in to like what you what you look like what other people want you to look like specifically mm. or like what their comfort level is um and just like showing up authentically that is really brave and like for a lot of people as well like i think people of color like showing up with more um of their own culture, like expressed and things like that to other people that don't understand Mm. or aren't educated or don't care to educate themselves. Like that can then be the same thing where it's like, Oh, like just confusion, you know, but it's like, and it shouldn't have to be bravery, but it kind of is these days, you know? Yeah. So can I ask you a personal Mm -hmm. question? I feel like what I'm learning already is like as a younger age, you kind of, already felt the need and the and the the freedom to just express yourself in a way. Yeah. And know that regardless you're going to be a little different. Yeah. Um then whatever somebody told you. us what we were supposed to be. Um yeah, yeah, who was around you. Um so do you feel like your that discovery of knowing that was a, able to do you think maybe even hair allowed you to feel comfortable of just coming out? When did you come out? You know, and I feel like I've come out to different 
people at different times in my life. Okay. And to be honest with you, in a lot of ways, coming out has been something that I haven't, I didn't really have like a coming out party or, date yeah, okay. or a specific thing because like I've mostly just been for, I mean, in the, where I grew up and how I've grown up, like uh, people would ask me those questions before I even understood being queer what that meant yeah or like anything like that like are you gay are you like what are you like yeah and like i didn't really feel like i even knew and of course in that context that frame i'm like of course not like absolutely not mm. um because like again like i'm in a church and i'm like yeah 10 years old i have no idea what is happening mm. um but yeah i having can you repeat the question i'm so sorry so, no it's okay <laughs> i'm like starting to get <laughs> No, it's working great. You're doing good. Um, so do you feel like knowing that? Oh, coming out and everything like that. Well, like, like your process, even through hair, yeah. you're already showing up like wanting to break free yeah. and knowing that you're not going to be the standard yeah. of like self-expression. Do you feel like that journey with you through hair also allowed you in a way to, yeah, to just be freedom of sexuality even yeah i i would say yes i think if anything it boils down to like just the agency of doing what i want with my body showing up how i want um and like having just like the gumption to just be like whether or not you understand it like i'm still here like yeah. i'm still me um because like in all reality it wasn't until i was more in my into like my twenties, like my like nineteen twenty or so, that like I really felt comfortable to to really step into that. It's because oh, okay. it's been a journey for sure. And like I guess um, part of it though for me was I didn't want people to tell me who I was. Yeah, and that was like a really large part of it. As I was still, and I still am. Everyone I think is always trying to figure themselves out, mm -hmm. but um, or hopefully, um, <laughs> but um, I. It, it, wasn't until I felt like I had enough of a grasp on like how I would identify and like the things that like what it meant to me because I didn't want to just be put into like, this is a box or like, Oh, this is my gay friend or this is, you know, yeah. like where that's like my only personality trait. That's my only identifying yeah. factor. Like to me, it's always been just like a piece of me mm -hmm. in the same way. It's like, I have brown eyes. My hair naturally is brown. I know I shocked a lot of people with that <laughs> um, <laughs> um those you know like i am half mexican like all those sort of things like that are just a piece of me mm -hmm. um and to me being bisexual is just like one of those things yeah um and i yeah i just i feel like it wasn't until then like at that point like early 20s that I felt comfortable to be like, you know what? Like, you're right. This is how I identify because people so often would try to put me in that box. Mm, for you? For you? Yeah, for me. Like, I even remember one of the first people I ever came out to, I guess, mm -hmm. um, or like really had that conversation with. I immediately was like, oh, like, but you're you're gay, right? Like, you're not bisexual or like whatever. And I'm like, I why are we even having this conversation then? <laughs> like, if I'm going to tell you how I like what I'm feeling and how I feel and all those sort of things uh, and it, it just sort of is getting then swept as to like you're gonna tell me what I am right you know and it's the same with hair though like it's like I'm gonna show up as I want like this is what I want to do like this is how I'm presenting myself mm -hmm. um, and like you can't 
tell me otherwise because like it like mm. it is what it is you know yeah that's really nicely said actually oh, thank you long answer to a short question but that's what i'm best at i mean i, I, <laughs> went, I went off the train anyway Fair. so it works perfectly so like i think we all have this feeling but socially we all have this expectation yes. of how our hair should look you went to a school that was like yeah. nick 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 um and even for me personally like i have a lot of culture within my hair yeah and it's now becoming like this this is the expectation right yeah. um and so with that What's the kind of advice that you would give with to somebody who is trying to figure out their own personal hair identity? Um, you know, that's a really good question um, because it is such a personal thing and it means so many things to different people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I guess one of my favorite examples, like we might touch on it, I guess, later. Um, <laughs> but um, I had a friend who... When she she moved to Colorado from mm-hmm. another state when she was like 19 or so and was just like a very just like a shy person, you know, yeah. like you're 19, like you're and you're fresh moved out of home and like just like trying to figure yourself out, like what who you are, like your interests now as an adult, like having a job, all those things. And um I will never forget. We ended up, um, like, I met her, we were, like, co-workers, and we ended up talking, and I did her hair for her. Mm-hmm. Drastically different. Because she came, she had, like, kind of, like, medium length, like, brown hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and we took it super short. Like, we went, like, white blonde. She's wow. never been the same person ever since. Like, where it unlocked for her, like, her... Um, her like adult identity like of like who she is as like a person now and like now she does not have that hair but but that has then since it was like a transformation trigger almost absolutely um and so for people that are like struggling i guess with that sort of a transition of like what it means to like embrace your own identity with your hair um one of my favorite things to do with when somebody sits in my chair and has like a pinterest picture or something is to like this is what i want my hair to look like Mm -hmm. um i like take my usually my thumb uh because i have fat thumbs <laughs> and cover the face of the person in the picture uh and i say do you still like this hair oh shit yeah like do you want this hair or do you want to be the person in the picture um you, you know Fuck. like yeah i know <laughs> and oftentimes the answer is no or at least a maybe you know like where uh, they've mostly been like oh i just want to be that, that person yeah that yeah. face and i'm like listen like highlights will do a lot they're not going to give you new <laughs> cheekbones. They're not going to change your entire wardrobe. They're not going to make you an influencer, like whatever, all these things. Um, Cause at the end of the day, it's you wearing that hair. Mm-hmm. So it's like finding my, I guess advice is one for people to do that to themselves. Like when you're scrolling, looking at hair inspiration, like for hours and hours, um, just be like, does that really work for me? Is that me? Would that work with my hair texture? Would that work with my right. hair? color is it uh work with my lifestyle like do i have in this very styled picture that actually um is like one of the first times that i ever did like a haircut and i was in beauty school that was like the problem that i had with this girl she wanted the rachel which is if oh from the, friends yeah the jennifer aniston oh, like okay. for sure um and i they had to have spent 
two and a half to three hours styling her every single day for that show Mm -hmm. Uh, and any picture that she's in with that haircut. And this person came in and they didn't want to style the hair at all. They wanted it to be um, like wash and go, like whatever, air dry, like no product, no whatever. And it was just like unrealistic, which I didn't have the words and the ability to say that then. So mm-hmm. like, I'm sure I gave that girl a haircut that she hated for the rest of the out <laughs> that day. Um, it was on my like 18th birthday. I did that haircut too. It was a really intense story. Um, it was a really intense time. I cut my hand. Um, oh, I know, what a time. I think like three times I cut my hand that day. Um, I know. But it wasn't um, realistic to her life. And that's something that's also really important mm. um, is like finding things that are realistic to you. Are you going to, have time or want to make time to like get up and style your hair to look like that picture. Or like if that hair color requires you to take an ice cold shower with it, do you want to do that? Like, is Mm. that important enough to you? Sounds terrible. Yeah. Maintenance wise in terms (laughs) of like money and stuff like that too. That's Mm, hard. Yeah. And why I don't like really shame people also for like when they do their own hair, not in a salon. Mm -hmm. If it looks good and you like it, like, it's subjective. Like if you're feeling yourself, then I'm feeling it for you too. Like, mm-hmm. um, but like if you want to come in and get it done, like is that realistic for you? Then like monetarily, like um, there's there's so many things to consider um, when you're like trying to find your path as well with it, and mm-hmm. um, it really just involves knowing yourself. You know, yeah. like no, I'm not a morning person. Like or no, like I whatever funding like however i want to allocate my funds is more important to me than spending 300 dollars every two months to get my hair retouched or you know Mm -hmm. um i guess otherwise is uh, i would say because it is an emotional thing like it's not just um like a physical thing so it's like really checking in with yourself as like when you're in your hair journey it's like if i really am feeling a haircut like but you're like oh i couldn't do that why like why couldn't you do that haircut if you like want it so bad or same with color or a new makeup style or like anything like that, something you want to wear. Um, and if the answer is not like something that's just like a practical reason of like, I can't afford that or like, I can't whatever. Um, I feel like you should just go for it then, you know, like, um, really evaluating like who is stopping you, like who is in the way of you really exploring that journey of, self-expression and, and identity because um, a lot of times it is you it's been me for myself many a time mm-hmm. you know yeah but yeah <laughs> i mean the other person could be like i don't know i at least for me i feel like i'm, I'm already ready to transition to like the healing aspect of yeah. things but i also do i think touching on like what society has has put on us through that is important to talk about. hundred percent. I just know that for me, it is a huge challenge. I loved when you said check in with yourself Yeah. and you also point pinpointed more than just, do you like this haircut? You also was like, is this realistic for your lifestyle? Is this realistic financially? Is this something that you want to maintain kind of thing? And those are very important questions that, People do not ever consider. I've no. never considered that in my entire life. <laughs> I still don't even consider my hair sometimes. I mean, honestly, neither do I sometimes. Sometimes I just want something and I'm like, well, I'll figure it out later. Like, that's yeah. a come for later me, you know? <laughs> later me is crying. Yeah, I just 100%. Because <laughs> <yeah. laughs> past me is an asshole for sure, you know? Yeah. 
<laughs> um, so let's see. Like, I feel like we're kind of already talking about this. Like, it's all the, intertwined, you know. Yeah, I know. It, for society sure. and healing and like it. It all is so. Yeah, I, I think I was gonna talk about just because you talked also about it's me. It's I am in control, or I am telling myself not to do this, right? Yeah. And sometimes but is it's that not. also like is that also based on culture? Yeah, like our culture stopping us a little bit. Um, I would say for sure. I mean, society has always, like you said, very Eurocentric. Very like there's a really specific view as to like what is attractive, uh-huh. what is desirable, like what makes me feel worthy. Mm-hmm. I even remember I had a conversation with a client a long time ago who. Um, is a little bit older. Mm-hmm. I have a pretty large age range of clientele, which I'm very grateful for because it just means I get to connect with many different type of people. Yeah, it's really cool. Good. Um, she's and she was saying like how surprised she was that um, when she sees like hair or makeup, sometimes like it's not even about it being attractive um, or it being like to be sexy or to be desired. It's expression. Like it's, it doesn't matter. It's like I, people are doing like wild eyebrows yeah. because they can. Yeah. People are doing the like super intense skullet, mullet, mm-hmm. like very intense color paint. I love like painted buzz cuts, things like that. Um, and it's not because it's like, I want to look so hot. I want to, you know, it can just be like, I think this is fucking cool. And it doesn't have to, to mean anything about how society sees you outside of like how you see yourself. Like Mm -hmm. that's like main care, main character energy. Uh, And like, that's definitely where I feel like, um, (laughs) I hope everybody gets to be at some point in their life. Everyone should be their own main character, you know? Yeah. Um, I've never, I don't really consider myself a main character actually. Um, I disagree with that for you, but I feel like you. (laughs) It's different. I don't necessarily see like soundtrack movie character main character. (laughs) I feel like it's just my own story, and I I really enjoy like a collective experience and a collective of um just discussion and conversation, movement, whatever. So I'm like, I wouldn't necessarily call myself a main character, just an element of something bigger than it should like. Totally. It's going to be bigger. Well, I guess, and that's fair too. If you're looking at like perspective of like everything around you versus mm-hmm. it just being yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I feel like even in, in your story, like you in theory are like at least the narrator or at least like, you know, like where people, if you're telling your story, it's like your own perspective, you know? Right. Exactly. Um, and I, and that's something like when it comes to like expressing yourself outwardly, um, is one of the main things is like, what is your perspective? Like, how are Mm. you sharing that? Like, is it that it's like you, cause I mean, it can also be, it doesn't have to be extreme. You don't have to have like flames painted on the side of your head to be like, I am an individual. Like you can just (laughs) be blonde. You can also just not touch your hair. Like Mm. you can let your hair like literally never cut it, never color it, like whatever. And it's still your hair. And it's, that's your perspective. That's Mm -hmm. like, you know, and like also, um, some people don't identify in the same way with like visual being how they feel connected to self-expression, you know, like mm-hmm. it can be through writing. It can be very like analytical. It doesn't have to be, um, like this immersive visual experience Yeah, that I feel like that's how I definitely live my life is like, everything's 
visual everything is <laughs> appearance you know just because and just i have fun with it you know mm-hmm. it's like art it's creating in just a different medium for yeah me. um but for some people that isn't and that's cool too because mm. you know not everyone's the same and that's why it's all so fun mm. okay so to really i'm most excited also because i was like this is an opportunity for me to heal some wounds yeah so i'm curious just like on your thoughts or just like, I just want to talk basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went through something pretty hard this year. I, I mean, this whole last year, I've been just constantly like, it just seems like one thing after another. Yeah. And a few years ago, I think it was like three years by now, my hair does grow pretty fast, yeah. I would say. Um, I had short hair and then I decided I'm going to let this grow natural. Mm-hmm. I was really seeking the need of connecting back to my culture yeah. um, within my indigenous community. It's like, that's a lot of healing within itself um, for me. And so I was like, I am, I just want to go back. I want to chop off all my color and I'm going to go all natural. Yeah. We're going to make it long again. Um, but within this last year, it's it's been long. And I know that the longer it gets, there's something about the the lack of care that I I have in it. And I think within my life, like if there's period of times where it's just really fucking hard. Yeah. There's two different personalities that come in. One of them is use your hair to like heal. Like this is a process. Yeah. This is self-care. Yeah. This is self-love. Nurture it. Take care of it. Put right products in it, etc. Mm-hmm. Then the other one is like, cut that bitch let it go. <laughs> All that trauma's right there. Chop it off. <laughs> Set yourself free. <laughs> and I know it's, it's funny, but like no, I have but those yeah, two different personalities. 100%. And currently I, I keep thinking, I'm like, should I cut my hair? Because I I have a feeling that all of this hair is just filling up with trauma or all this yeah. hair is filling up with negativity. And it's like, yeah, should we cut the hair? I mean, I I feel like... I correct me, I guess if I, if I'm wrong, I know hair is pretty important within many of like indigenous tribes and right. like they have each I'm sure has different perspective, but yeah. like overall hair is very meaningful mm-hmm. and like specifically it's like an extension of you. Yeah. And like, I know from like not super extensive research by any means, but like a lot of times within indigenous culture, um, chopping your hair is like sort of a rebirth, like a refreshing start. Yeah. Um, is that is that correct? Is that true? So I don't know I about it being. I don't entirely know about that, but I Fair. I do know that chopping your hair when somebody passes mm. is that sign of rebirth yeah. or. Um, uh, love and respect yeah. to that person. It's like paying tribute. I can imagine, and maybe that's why it's like, cut the bitch off, <laughs> that it, it might happen, but or that might be true. Yeah. Um, but I haven't actually done super. Yeah. Well, at least I don't. I, just I know. Don't know. So I need to do more research in it, too, for yeah. sure, before I'm like, <laughs> but yeah. um, absolutely. I mean, and I think that's also like when you see any sort of, there's like an archetype of like the girl that's just got out of a relationship, she chops mm. all her hair and any single like, um, like female character movie where she's like 
gone through something hard. She like goes into her own bathroom and like with a knife, like cuts her yeah, own hair and it's like perfect. <laughs> Hang on. That's like the most unrealistic thing of any movie ever is it's like done with like a razor blade in like some like rusty hotel bathroom. <laughs> and then it's perfect with like a little side soap and some volume and like a new highlight. Where did that come from? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I feel like um, hair, like there, those personalities, that duality is pretty real because like um and it all it depends on like where you personally are at because like yeah. sometimes drastic change is what someone needs mm-hmm. you know like chopping off all your hair getting a new color getting like just like complete change getting a new tattoo getting whatever that means for you mm-hmm. um can like some very like sort of jarring or sudden outward change can sort of be like clean slate jolt you back into a new yeah, mindset a hundred percent or like that you can sort of feel um just propelled to find out like who this new person is or whatever mm. but also then sometimes reconnecting with yourself in the mm. same way of like i'm just gonna like nourish my hair i'm going to go deep into self-care with it i'm going to I mean, both are self-care, in my opinion, like Mm. using either complete extreme on either side. Yeah. yeah, Can can be totally self-care as to like whatever you need. Like Mm. sometimes you just need to like baby yourself and that's doing hair masks and brushing your hair and taking really good care of it and um, just seeing how long it'll get. Like whether that also means like getting regular trims or trimming it yourself Mm -hmm. or um just treating your own your own hair that you have with like a certain intentionality of it mm. um but also equally like just completely shifting can be self-care too because then it's like something new like because sometimes like i mean humans i feel like overall like we do desire change no matter how much change can scare us sometimes like i think change really does help um sometimes it just put us in the in the right mind frame to keep going you know so mm-hmm. i mean i think both are pretty real and like very valid for sure to yeah. use as self-care um have you ever been through like a time in your life where it felt like a rebirth with your hair totally 100 percent. honestly even when i cut my hair recently mm-hmm. um i i mean i've been growing that out through the pandemic mm-hmm. i started like at the very end of 2019 I mean, we're still in this pandemic, but like yeah. through the the height of um, <laughs> the height of height of quarantine, height of like me like going to the grocery store just so I had somewhere to be in my day. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, <laughs> and it was a lot. It was a lot of trauma. It was a lot of um, just shit that we all collectively went through for sure. Um, and chopping that off, it was kind of nice. It kind of felt like sort of like letting some of that go a little bit of like this, like when you're like really clenching your jaw or like holding on to your like tension in your shoulders and you like release it. Mm-hmm. That sometimes is how, that's how it felt to me a little bit. Like when I was cutting my hair of it, just feeling like a brand new sort of like a deep breath, you know? Yeah. Um, I would say otherwise, like I've definitely had moments in my life where um, I remember forever ago, um, I was like going through a lot, like just in self identity of like who I was. I was trying to figure out um, what it meant to take care of my body, what that looked like for me personally. Like, um, and up until that point, I had been in a real slump of just like 
just feeling really almost like apathetic about myself as like in this vessel, you know, where like I, I enjoy and obviously for someone that enjoys visual elements so much and like who they are, what a really depressing time to be in for myself. Yeah. And I got to this point where I'm like, you know what? Like, fuck it. Like I, I chopped again, like most of my hair off then and then went super blonde, which apparently what I'm understanding is something very often in the gay community. We don't go to therapy. We just go blonde. <laughs> yeah. Go blonde. Yeah. We just go blonde. Um, <laughs> so embracing. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Yes, exactly. Living up to every stereotype. You guys are right. Um, <laughs> it looks great. Anyway, oh, thank so. you. Um, but it is really healing in those mm-hmm. moments. It, and honestly, it all is just taking charge. I, I could have wanted to shave it into a mohawk and mm-hmm. dye pink. And I've been like, cool. If that's what it means. Or like, like you said, like growing it out as long as it can go or just like whatever it, that means, like um, that, that is very healing for sure. So those, I guess those are some of my moments for sure that I've experienced it personally in my life. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of clients that I have have equally felt that mm-hmm. um, I was just recently talking with a client about um, how they felt like their hair was uh, like just very, much about the agency of getting their hair done and how it was very powerful for them because they had lived a life where that wasn't really available, like available to them. Yeah. Okay. And I've had many clients that have said those exact same things where like um, changing their hair um, even like minimally, just like on their own accord, not being told by someone else what they should do, what would look nice on them, Mm -hmm. what they're allowed to do. Mm -hmm. Um, means the world to them and then suddenly they start to feel more in their own power um i have a handful of clients that are trans and like doing like gender affirming haircuts oh oh my god like huge chills every time through my body like the whole time of just like really seeing what something to some is just like a trim or just a haircut um is so I don't I don't know if like life altering is the word because you know but it could be for somebody like yeah. um just having that power it's like it's empowering is really mm. the word like um I in like doing like makeup for like a trans client as well like, if, like any sort of affirmation of like here's how you feel inside yeah here's what it looks like outside um it, it like makes what I do worth it like every time like to have that experience with people and it really shows me the power that like aesthetics like mm. something that's seen as so frivolous has like it means so much more to to people than just like something so simple I love that perspective yeah absolutely yeah I mean we I like I'm complaining because I'm like I don't feel quite in my body just like mentally, which is so I, valid, right? But I, I can imagine the the moment of like feeling like you, yeah, and it's so beautiful, so beautiful. And I feel like everybody, I I wish that for every person, yeah. on like Earth, is like to feel that moment where you're like, I am present in my body, Oof. like my body is mine, like I control it, I do with it what I will. Mm. Um, and I think some uh, hair and makeup and all of like, just like clothing, like a surface level 
is sometimes the most easy way. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, it's usually one of the more accessible ways that mm-hmm. people have. Um, cause the internal, it takes like a long time to get there, you know, like it's definitely like an inside journey, Yeah, <laughs> but it's like a really, it's like a, a good way to, to force yourself into that, like uh, autonomy. Like this is my body. I do with it what I want. Like I look how I want. I don't care what anyone else says about it. Like and it's huge. Um, I did hair for one of my friends who uh was pregnant at the time um and she was just like my god like having this like haircut transformation like it just makes me feel more in my body in a time that like my body doesn't feel like my own Mm. sometimes like you know which is i think something that i can only imagine um what that would feel like on that end um uh but yeah it really hair has a lot of power (laughs) yeah wow (laughs) it really does yeah it does. I was just recently talking to my nephew or niece. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do the same thing all the time. Um, recently talking to my niece because she's like the next descendant of my indigenous community, but also she's the next, like, I don't know. She's the next generation. So yeah. I was just telling her, like, I really want to braid your hair. And she's like, not today. And I was like, just so you know, like, you have to be careful about who decides to braid your hair, do your hair. Yes. Um, wherever. Cause I really think that it passes down, down to everyone. It doesn't have to be just like indigenous people, but you know, who does your hair is so symbolic and so important with the energy that they also give to you because it's yep. all, <laughs> it, it's connected. It's, it reminds me of avatar and yes. as funny as that is, it's no, like, where they're yes. like soul connecting through yes. the ends. Like, that was I love that movie. I'm so excited for see or the second one. Yes, <laughs> um, but it's like that. It's like yeah. there's so much energy and you know how we communicate, um, how we interact with each other, and that's important. Um, that's something I have talked about before, just in my own chair, because I know that is something. Again, I don't really know if that branches across many different tribes within the indigenous mm-hmm. community or where it specifically stems from. But I do, I've heard quite a lot about like intentionality with hair. Mm. Um, and that's something that I feel very connected to personally mm-hmm. as well in my own practice. Like when I go in for the day, I like really feel like I have to be like, you know what, like energy check, like you have to like sort of, take sort of an assessment as to where you're at because like you do really it is like sort of an interconnection. I remember when I was in cosmetology school, I had never really understood or heard much about like energy transfer and like energy exchange and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, also because like growing up very religious, I feel like anything that wasn't like in that realm. Oh was like, yeah, yeah. Ooh, like, taboo. you know, yeah, yeah, it was like a little taboo. Um, until I felt it like my, it was my, um, skincare teacher, my uh, esthetician teacher who was like talking about like when I'm giving like a facial to someone, she's like, you can feel like, like palpably feel it as to like almost like an exchange. And that's like, in that setting, it's like zero words. Yeah. Like you're like, you, I mean, usually, um, are giving somebody a facial, like their eyes are closed. Like you are trans, like physically touching like their face. Mm-hmm. Um, and like if they are having a bad day, like you can totally pick up on that. And like if you're having a bad day, like you 
can transfer that as well sure. or like whatever like that energy exchange is so real um and i feel like it's really important to me for people when they leave to feel better than they did when they came in but also for my own sake to, to protect my own energy a little bit i've had mm. to really work on creating not i because i want to be as authentically myself as possible but having a certain level of boundary to be like i am not going to give every single element of myself 100 percent of the time i can reserve some of that for myself and the same way i hope that each person does as well. Like they have something that's just like them. Um, and then what they are, they choose to let others have too. Um, it's helped like crazy for mm. sure. Absolutely. Damn. I'm really imagining right now is like a, a ceremonial freedom. I know that's, it. that sounds weird. No. But, um, like anytime I think about cutting my hair right now, I just know that I'm going to fucking cry. I'm going to cry like a baby. And I think it's beyond just, you know, because I know there's so many cultures that long yeah. hair, natural hair, but long hair is just so important to that culture. Yeah. Um, I think it's less important now, especially within my own community. But for me, it was like the process of growth. I'm growing, I'm nurturing. And then it's like trauma. And now I'm like, set it let it go and so i just because of that i'm like who next haircut i'm getting i just feel like i'm gonna cry yeah but i i'm just like imagining such like a beautiful like ceremonial space where people are just letting it go and i'm like wow that sounds like a lot but also beautiful i mean absolutely and i think that that's something like because that transpires outside of just hair like that is like a personal journey and like mm-hmm. I know you were talking about being more of like a cultural journey to a degree of like you really embracing those elements of yourself like that's a huge part of hair yeah um and like the connection that it gives you mm-hmm. is, to many facets of your life um are so important mm-hmm. and i've definitely i've had people cry um which is when you're first starting like oh my god like i have ruined your life i'm so sorry like <laughs> And then <laughs> you like slowly realize it's not always about you. Mm. Uh, it's not all about you. It can be like that person, what they're dealing with as well. A lot of times when I do, it's usually color, but sometimes length too. Mm. Um, uh, when I do something brand new for somebody before I even show them, I'm like, all right, hear me out. Like this is going to be <laughs> a minute. Even when I, and I tell them, and this is so real, but even when I color my own hair or cut my own hair, it's like me brush in hand. I know what I'm doing whole step of the way. I signed up for it. Um, That's scary. I am like, what did I do? Like yeah. I look at, at myself in the mirror, I'm like, Oh my God, I've ruined my life like, or whatever. I? Yeah. Who am I? Like, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I usually give, tell them like, give it a week, give it two weeks to like where you're really feeling <laughs> like you still in this hair. Like it's, it's something different, but it is still you. Yeah. You know, but it is, it is definitely hard, but I've definitely, I've done haircuts in settings, um, sort of unconditional or untraditional, uh, settings that have felt sort of ceremonial, ceremonial to a degree. Um, I went to a friend's wedding in New Mexico this oh, summer. Yeah. Um, and I, did I ended up doing haircuts while I was there. I brought my shears. I usually like to travel with my shears just because uh-huh. I don't know. I feel like sometimes it opens up a possibility to like have a cool interaction with somebody, you know? Huh. Um, but I cut some of my friend's hair and it was like, honestly, really 
soul feeding for me and I hope for them to be there like sitting on this like beautiful patio with like this beautiful view and just like cutting their hair in like a circle of friends and they're feeling like um sort of like letting go but also I think both affirming how it's like the concept of like it's just hair and it just being like yeah like whatever just chop some inches off but also it being like a freeing moment too where it it can mean both a lot and nothing simultaneously, yeah. you know. Um, but having that like that community and stuff around it's it was so magical in that moment too. Huh. Um, I chopped one of my friends' hair like she had like hair about as long as yours, and she wanted like a bob. And then I was like, all right, like I got the time. I guess let's do it. And she was so stoked on it. I was absolutely shitting my pants. The whole time. <laughs> I was like, this is a very sudden decision. She's like, I've thought about it for a while. I'm like, all right, I almost feel like I need, like, a therapist note of, like, affirmation that, yes, like, everything's good, everything's ha- home life good, everything's good, that like, you know. <laughs> I did do that, actually. I had I had longer hair even um, the first time I ever chopped my hair off, um, but I had it yeah. towards my ass, and then whoosh, yeah, <laughs> I even chopped it the next year a little shorter. Yes. Um, so many brides that I work with, they do that. The second that they are done because they grow their hair out for oh the wedding yeah Yeah. an eternity for the wedding yeah um because again i don't know whose idea it is or if it's just their own that like a bride must have long like hair and like whatever or if they want it for their updo or whatever it is yeah i think it might maximize like the it does styling ability it definitely does for sure um, but the second that they're done, they're always like, Oh my god, I'm so ready to be done. Huh. Um, one of my friends, she cut it on her honeymoon. She's like, I'm tired of this. She'd been growing it out for years, got sewing extensions, like mm. whatever. She's like, get it out of my head. Hmm. Happens. That's so interesting. Yeah, now that I'm married. <laughs> yeah. I do done. Yeah. Life change. Exactly. <laughs> that is funny. So we're kind of talking about how like hair can heal us emotionally, but do you also think that it can heal us on a physical level? Yeah. I mean, I think to a degree, obviously, um, I think what happens internally sort of reflects externally. externally. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I have been in moments, like I was talking about earlier when I was in sort of a real weird slump and like I was just sort of like catapulting myself forward by changing my hair. Um, in those moments, like, then it's like, no, like, I want to start when I'm like finally starting to reconnect to my body. It's like, oh, like, I want to eat in a way that makes my body mm. feel good. I want to then start exercising or moving my body in a way that makes my body feel good. I want to have like more consistent schedule that makes me feel present. Like, if I go to bed at a certain time and wake up at a certain time, um, all those things, like, all like budgeting, really any of the things, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm of like getting feeling like your life is placed together in a way that fits you. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes for me, like the catalyst is hair. Cause it's just like an immediate change. Really. Yeah. Like I am feeling like myself again. I'm present again. Like, and it can lead to a lot of those things. Like I know um, my mom has always been really sick mm-hmm. when uh, like, as long as I have been alive, like she okay. has been like bedridden. And sometimes um part of as well she has i feel like social anxiety and things like that have been something that have 
been on her plate as okay. well. And sometimes when she needs to go to like a like a medical appointment or something, like she really like I'll go and I'll like wash her hair and like I'll cut her hair and like things like that. And it's like in like a physical healing way. It's like mm. that even propels someone to feel like they can go face maybe not fun. Yeah, maybe yeah. like a not fun medical appointment or things like that. Or, you know, like in just a challenge, like whether that be a challenge that's like more of an external thing or internal thing, like yeah. it can make you feel more present and like comfortable to that you're able to do it, you know? Yeah. Multi-personality disorder. Yeah. In a way. I mean, I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just if anything, you can put on a brave face. And yes, mask, yes. You know? <laughs> Not that I have it or that I know what it is, but uh, just that uh, it, it's kind of like, it reminds me of that, of just like being able to like mentally reset. Com- yeah. Compartmentalize. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah okay. Fair. Which I mean, in honest, in all reality, like that's, pretty real for yeah, sure yeah. yeah overall it's still part of like a continuing journey you yeah. know like um hair is definitely not gonna be the thing for anyone that's like your end-all be-all and i think that's something i have to, i like try to be pretty realistic with in my own uh life like i know i've seen in my career some stylists that truly we they act as like we are doctors we are the Lord's like hands. Therapist like therapist yeah. too. Yeah, Where, yeah, yeah. And it's like to a degree totally, but also <laughs> like at the end of the day, it is, it is just hair, you know? Yeah. And like, that's, there's something kind of freeing about that mm-hmm. Um, for both like, when I'm doing someone else's hair where I'm like at the end of the day, like this is not a life or death scenario. God knows my anxiety would never allow me to be in a position <laughs> of that. Um, but that it is to a degree, it is just hair, but that hair can just be so much more, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, and so it's a part of everyone's journey in a way. Um, but I, I hope that it's a part that helps them propel forward in a way that makes them happy, you know, yeah. like, and whatever that looks like to them. Yeah. There's so much within hair culture. There's so much. Crazy. It's It's so wild. Yeah. <laughs> Like within our own society, again, like the Eurocentric viewpoints mm-hmm. within Colorado, even. Yes. <laughs> um, there's just so much, so much in that. And then, yeah, and beyond. So I'm like, I'm grateful for sure that you came on this and fed us some wisdom and like told your story about like a ways in which hair can be very healing for us. I think that's important, especially yeah. even now. Um, well, I'm so grateful to share it. I, Again, like you had said to me before, like feeling like your voice is important, like and what you have to say is Mm -hmm. so important. And like I um, sometimes hair to me feels like a little. So sometimes I trivialize it to myself or I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's just hair, but also like it is important. It's like what I have to share with Mm -hmm. people and like why um, where I, I feel like I have ability to transform someone else's life in mm-hmm. in ways that like maybe in other ways I can't but like if I can give you a haircut or a hair color that like really makes you feel like yourself that day like and it gives you that ability to keep moving through then like I've done my job you know mm-hmm. like that's all I ever really want is for people to feel the most connected to themselves you know that's the goal yes that's the end all be all goal that's the end all be all and using hair for self care is definitely A step in the right direction, for sure. (laughs) Well, there you have it. Take care of yourself. Get yourself a haircut. Go see Elijah. 
even about like you know about texture too right like that's what yeah. you talked about like certain hairstyles that meet your texture yeah. amazing oh i mean and i'm so grateful to have people around me that like have taught me so much about those things uh in hair school um they really don't teach us anything but like eurocentric like straight uh-huh. oh. um long hair you mm-hmm. know like it's there's not we like would skip over the texture chapter like oh, literally man. like we're like all right next like we don't even know about curl or whatever mm-hmm. um and it wasn't until in the last couple of years where i felt like it was important enough to everyone but like i really wanted to show up for people in that way mm-hmm. where it's like i want to be able to do hair for whoever sits in my chair i can't promise that i'm always going to be the specialist of, right. of every single thing right and like where if there's anywhere where i fall short i always want to then no more amplify as well yeah and amplify people that do know and like mm. so it's like you know i'm never gonna say yes to something that i don't feel i can confidently do and mm-hmm. i will always then help to refer somebody to someone else that i feel would Mm -hmm. because then i'm just doing a disservice to us both you know what i mean where it's like then i'm just like taking it on to like what make an extra 20 dollars for the day or something (laughs) just like and then like you have like ruined hair or whatever Mm -hmm. like i would so much rather um like amplify someone that then does it while also trying to take notes and there's a balance in that too where i'm trying to find um what it looks like to not step on toes but to be as educated as i possibly can you know good yeah that's good that's healthy yeah it is for sure that's helpful for all of us so thank you oh you're very welcome absolutely (laughs) i'm honored truly thank you all right well that seems like it i hope you have a beautiful rest of your friday um stay true stay boo uh stay bad whatever Love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. (laughs) Now for today's affirmation. I belong. My gifts are needed in this world. There is space for my talents because there is space for me. I'm going to take up space today. I'll show you how to love me to love you. Stay safe. Stay sexy. Wild baby. You like your cupcakes and sprinkles? Yeah. What else? That was a good cupcake.